Is the music? Ah, oh, I was already talking. There's the music. The fucking music, which it's gotta go with any sort of. Uh, if I'm able to actually do anything this week, it'll be one of the things will be replacing that intro music for the 1240 hangar. Hangar the cure. Remove the if rotters. Let's let's approach this with confidence. Yeah. This week. This week is going to be a productive it's week. Going to be a productive week. I've got week. things planned, and I'm going to get them done. I've got plenty of time, so there's no reason not to. Uh, so yeah, welcome, twelve forty hangover cure podcast. We're back again. I'm Rodders. I'm uh, Javier. That's uh, Javier over I've there. Just, I've just turned Spanish, apparently, for some reason. I don't, I don't know why you said it like that. It sounds gay. Because I was listening to myself <laughs> try to say Javier Bardem. Recently, uh, while I was editing my video, because he's in the movie Mother, and uh, yeah, oh, okay. I, I yeah, wasn't yeah, sure if yeah. you call him Javier or Javier or whatever. It's Javier, I think, that's yeah, correct. That's what I went with. Pronunciation. It's, yeah, it's in my head now because even though I did that, I I still feel like I didn't say it right. Nah, it's fine. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? He's not that big an actor anyway. Yeah. What's he gonna do about it? Nothing. Nothing. Fucking zero he's going to do about it. That's what he's going to do. Just because he played God in a movie doesn't mean, you know, he's the God of me. He's any sort of God in any sort of context. That's exactly right, Rodders. You just yeah. hit the nail on the head. Fuck him. You just hit the nail into the palm. Christ reference. So, episode 31. Yeah. We're we should have two. mentioned that last week was episode 30, shouldn't we? We didn't mention it? No, I don't think we did. Yeah. Uh, I thought I thought last week was a little bit weak, and you know, to be honest, I'm a bit hungover today too. So this <laughs> this could be quite disastrous as well. Well, I think last week you were in the worst mood, or at least you started in the worst mood that we've ever done a podcast. Yeah. Most of the time, we cancel it at that point. I think I, I that really is the main reason. It's not that you've never been in that bad a mood, but didn't didn't feel good about it. Did yeah. not feel good about it at the at the start or at the end or during it or any time really. I quite enjoyed listening to it back, so I, I don't think it turned yeah. out that bad. It's well. We always say that. I always say that at the end, thinking, uh, you know, wasn't wasn't our best work, and then listen to it back. Uh, yeah, probably wasn't that. It's not as bad as I thought. To be fair, it's I really only I, thought. I only really listen to myself anyway. Like I just sort of filter you yeah, out. Yeah, I imagine that you just don't even listen to my I'm parts. Pretty yeah. narcissistic, so I just yeah. I can't really hear other people anyway. That's right. It's annoying. It's you know, really I'm not. Annoying, I'm not actually. listening. I'm waiting for my turn to speak. You That's know right. That's why I don't mind interrupting you. Because that's what it's like. That's yeah. the dynamic that we work with here. Yeah, we're just basically kicking each other in the balls. So, it's the first day of October, too. So Octoberfest. Happy first of the fucking month. Huh? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Rodders. If I, was, if I was to take a month off alcohol, which I'm not, but if I was planning to, yeah. the one month I wouldn't plan to do that is Oktoberfest because I'm excited about beer. Oktoberfest doesn't even happen in Australia, though, does it? I think we have an Oktoberfest. We have some I went to one once. There's probably some. I think it was at the showgrounds or something. Yeah, something like that. We probably have a nod towards the, uh, the German tradition of Oktoberfest. Well, I mean, yeah. They, but, it is well, German, right? Yeah. Pretty sure it is. I think so. October. It, it, it's spelled with a K, isn't it? Well, speaking of October, I'm going to be Oxober 
during October. What? I just said, Rodders. Now, you obviously misheard me because I just said the one month. No, I heard you. That I wouldn't take off. I can't believe you're declaring this now. Heard you, heard you loud and clear. Now, um, it's almost like I knew you were going to say that. Well, possibly you did know I was going to say that. <laughs> and that's why it was set up beautifully. Um, you want some of my wine? But no, I don't. No. And, um, now, technically speaking... just feel like I need a break from the did, old booze. But you know? did you drink after midnight last night? Uh, well, technically speaking, yeah. So you've already blown it. Well, might as well wait till next if, month if I want to be a complete defeatist about it, yeah, that's how <laughs> just, I think. So it's lucky I don't fucking listen to you, Just isn't wait it? until next month. No. You can't do it no, this month now. Do, the, the, what gets done when you think like that? I'll do it next month. I'll mm. do it tomorrow. Well, I'll do it in a few hours. That, that, that means you're not going to do it. In a way, that's kind that's of the what uh, that means. the topic of the podcast, isn't it? Sort in of is. Yeah. It's almost like we plan to get to this point. Well, you know... It'd be. Um, I think we need to start planning these things. They'll turn out a lot better. Yeah, maybe. You know, let's let's drop the charade right now and say that you know we do plan shit out. It's not just off the top of the head. No. The most people who run a successful podcast have stuff planned out. So I think we we plan. You know, uh, uh, not we don't spend a lot of time on it, but we do plan. No, there's there's we know uh, what we're going to talk about before we talk about it. Certain topics that we you know aim to get to. Yeah. Having said that, last week was completely unplanned. We had a plan and we deviated from it. And often, it was more interesting, I think, than often what we, we were going to talk about. So Yeah, often we do diverge a little bit. And that's mm. fine. That's fine. It all works. It is but fine. it doesn't hurt to have a plan, is what no. I'm saying. No, that's right. I wouldn't, I, wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't have the courage to turn the microphone on if I didn't have some sort of plan in my head. Do you reckon... Uh, you know, Otherwise, we'd end up with dead air. Do you reckon guys like Bill Burr have a plan? Bill Burr? He knows what he's going to talk about, yeah. I'm pretty sure he does. Pretty sure yeah, he plans it out a little bit. You know, I mean, he's a comedian. Comedians are one of the most highly planned art forms out there. They know exactly what words and how they're going to say it, what pacing they're going to use, yeah. what props they're going to use. I mean, not all of them stick to the plan. The, the better ones obviously can deviate quite comfortably, but for the most part, really? comedians are... Uh, Planning shit. Yeah, yeah, they're they're planning bits to do. Have you ever seen Ricky what? Gervais do his like you know seemingly off the cuff um, performance and then go watch another performance and it's like it's like it's a clone of him you know uh, you know or a three D projection yeah. of his last performance. He does it exactly the that. same. No. He does deviate a little bit because obviously he's okay. He's good at talking off the cuff. He's pretty good, um, but his stand up comedy is. Yeah, his stand-up comedy is really stuff. specific. Seinfeld's another classic example of yeah. someone who... Uh, there's a few guys who don't, though. I think, uh, you know, Louis C.K., I think, uh, generally can, can go off and do his own thing. So, what have we got planned for this week, speaking of planning? Well, you and I were having a conversation earlier, and I think it it was good podcast fodder, if you will. Yeah, we probably should have just recorded that. Yeah, it would have been better. Instead of now, recording now. Now we're going to have to go through this, you know, the now it's boring, seem uninspired, and, and, you know, yeah. retreading of the same No, crap. well, again, defeatist. Let's not, <laughs> let's not do that. Yeah. Um, what we're going to talk a little bit about is the difference between uh, striving for pleasure and, the, and happiness. That's They're right. two, two distinct different... That's right. I, I actually, before we even had the conversation, I came across this video uh, from a medical dude called Robert Lustig, which is a great name for someone who's anti-pleasure. 
Lustig. Lustig. Uh, obviously. His, his, his name might as well be Lust Dick. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. If he has a son, I hope he calls him, calls him um, what, what's Dick? Richard. So, um, yeah, I, I came across this video. We'll play a bit of it to start, I think, just to get warmed up. Yeah, just... And then we'll talk about how it applies to our What we current, were talking about. Yeah. yeah, our current revelations. So here's a bit of Robert Lustig. We've suffered a crisis in our culture, and I believe it comes down to a mistake that we've made between the interpretation of two of our most important and positive emotions, pleasure and happiness. So that was his uh, thesis statement, but there's more. Just hang on a sec. So from a social standpoint, pleasure is the feeling that this feels good. I want more. Mm -hmm. Happiness or contentment is the feeling of this feels good. I don't want or need any more. So that's his fundamental distinction. It takes him a while to get yeah. to that, which is yeah. why I had to play it in two bits. He actually talks uh, in an earlier, I think, an earlier part of the video about the seven differences between pleasure mm. and happiness. And that's right. Yeah. How, how they're distinct from each other and how the two different... It actually, your brain operates differently depending on you know, yeah. whether it's pleasure or... Do you or want me to play that bit too? Because he does, he does talk about that. Well, sh yeah, nah, don't play it because we can just talk about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, it's probably not that common knowledge, actually, the distinct differences between the two, because... Um, Honestly, I've got to tell you, you know, um, I, I don't know if you believe in uh, serendipity or whatever you call that, you know, the when coincidences happen, but this information just keeps coming towards me all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm on, a, I'm on a forum, some guy starts ranting about serotonin and dopamine and shit and and uh you know how it's an addictive cycle and whatever yeah you've got these uh, diet you know um dietary documentaries that we watch that are talking about how sugar affects you in that way and and so on and so on like for probably a couple of years now i've just been bombarded with this same concept over and over again so if it's not common knowledge it it's not because it's not out there it does exist i mean it's it's there's a lot of people talking about it. So, yeah, yeah. You know, this Robert Lustig, well, he just says it quite well and he's written a book about it, but there's, there's a lot of different sources saying the same thing. Does, isn't there a lot of sort of advertising and marketing out there that, that sort of points us towards seeking pleasure instead of maybe seeking happiness? Yeah, well, what, what uh, Robert Lustig is talking about is the fact that we're, we're actually confusing one for the other or, or yeah. fusing the two concepts into one. So um, people actually associate happiness now with getting pleasure. Right. When he's saying they're actually two very different uh, chemical reactions yeah. in your brain and they have very different effects. So not just when you have pleasure, you want more pleasure, but when you have happiness, you don't need or want more. Mm. He's saying that it's it forms an addiction. It's it's the basis of addiction, which right, the basis of sub substance abuse and things like that, because mm. you're you're seeking this dopamine hit. And the first one's great. Mm. Like the first one, you might not even need a lot of drugs. You mm. know, you only need a little bit, and you get this dopamine. You think, wow, that's that's great. I want I want more of that. Um, but what you don't realize is you you know slowly build up tolerance to that. And mm. It eventually just takes more and more to get the same dopamine hit to the point where, I mean, and 
that uh, doctor talks about it as well. Let's so play the, his bit. I think he puts it really well. Yeah, he puts it pretty well. Well, you want to hear it? Play it. Yeah. Well, turns out dopamine excites the next neuron, and neurons, when they're excited too much, too frequently, tend to die. So the neuron has a defense mechanism against that. What it does is it reduces the number of receptors that are available to be stimulated in an attempt to try to mitigate the damage. When you say to be stimulated, you mean to be excited? To be excited, that's right. And so we have a name for that process. It's called downregulation. And a lot of different chemicals in the body do that. Now, you get a hit. You get a rush. Yeah, you, it, you can stop it. Because basically what he gets to is you need a bigger and bigger hit each time to get the same dopamine hit. So to the point yeah. where you need some, uh, you know, a massive amount of the same thing to be just functioning normally. Like you don't mm. even get the dopamine hit anymore. It's just to function. You need this much of whatever the external substance is, whether it's alcohol or mm. um, marijuana or whatever the hell it is. Or coffee, as you know, I, coffee. I quit coffee and uh, I was really surprised at, at how big a change, you know, chemically and, and whatever big effect that it had on me just not having coffee. However, I'm not convinced that it's bad having coffee still after that experience. No, I don't, I don't think it is either, but um, it, you can become physically addicted if you're not... Yeah. If you, you do. don't self-discipline enough, you mm. you become physically addicted, and you know I, I've got personal experience with with being addicted to substance as well. So mm. to to realize this stuff actually helps you to move away from it if you really want to. Yeah, you know. Um, no, I think it does. If just just understanding the the chemical reaction really does help you to to know what you're getting into when you take a drink or eat a bar of chocolate or whatever you're going to do. What I think what it does is it gives you a tool to work with to, you know, to break some, some habit. It gives you a reason mm. because if you don't have a good reason, you're less likely to change it, right? True. And also, you know, with, with the way society conflates the two things, pleasure and, and happiness as, as the same thing, um, it's pretty hard to you know, make that distinction unless you understand the difference between serotonin and dopamine. Yeah, because so serotonin being associated with happiness and dopamine that's right. associated with pleasure. And and the way serotonin works is it's a um it's 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 it doesn't work the same as dopamine, does it? Mm. It's sort of it, it gives you a different feeling of you know, um, it's more contentment rather than a big splash of dopamine all over your brain. Yeah. And it's more uh, yeah, it's a more even evened out feeling i guess and a longer and sus and sustained for much longer if you're if you're happy yeah you know you tend to stay that way and you don't crave any sort of pleasurable thing hmm. because you you don't need anything else so know? how do you get your serotonin what is it what is it what activities can improve your uh, serotonin flow well um if if i think in terms of uh, of you know ways that i'd probably get that and it's it's from um you know djing and and once once you once i start to hear stuff that i like that i'm doing that i like myself mm. i find you know that's that's when i you know i get into this flow sort of with it mm. and and time you know you don't you don't think about things like how long you're doing it or anything like that you're just sort of in this 
in this zone where it's just mm. contentment and you just feel like I could keep doing this forever if I and, and that's where basically you can't. I mean, you've got to stop and eat no, food no. and you, that you, sort of you thing. You do need to take nourishment. You know, take a shit. But I think, I think this is something, this is where it gets interesting because you and I, I think both, are going to disagree with Robert Lustig. And he's written books. So that's, you know, we should probably take his word for shit, but I think he's missed something. I really do. He says that the only way to get a sustained sort of serotonin flow going in your life is through human connection, through helping people, making connection, through yeah. social interaction, through being, lo- making a, a, you know, a love relationship. Yeah, being selfless, I guess, in being a way. Being selfless. Well. But all, he always associates it with human connection. That's the one thing that he's... Yeah. Some, and, and it's possible he's correct and what we're experiencing is actually in line with what he says. But we're talking about creative output being something that makes us long-term contented and happy. Well, yeah, I I just remember the feeling of contentment after, you know, finishing off, you know, some some project that was that I had to learn new shit to do. Yeah. And then you finally get to the end of it and watch your finished product. That's right. You send it to other people, they give you oh, this is great, you know, we really like this or yeah. you know whatever it is. And it's it's that's when you get that feeling of happiness. Now, you could argue that is human connection that that through your yeah. artwork or whatever it is your creative output is, that's right. you're making a human connection when they respond to it. But I would argue that I, I can get the rush without any feedback. Well, I was just going to say that as well. I, I you know, At times. Just, just having the finished project in front of me and, and looking at it and being happy with it myself. Yeah. That's serotonin release as well. I think and I don't it need is, any yeah. interaction for that. If, yeah. I, if I like it myself and I know that, you know, it's just I've made it, you mm. know? and before maybe I couldn't do that. Yeah, and that's yeah that that produces and, a and feeling I'm, of happiness. I'm exactly the same. I mean, I, you know, we were talking about popcorn lobotomy, and and you know, I've been thinking recently about sort of ending that project and and moving on to another thing. And um, yeah, I look at that and I go, there there are eighty videos on that channel. Yeah, it's quite a lot. Each one of those videos, I mean, you did some of them, so obviously that's it's not all my achievement. But um, but each one of those videos took a minimum of say five or six hours. Oh yeah, at least. Um, the the longest one took probably five or six days. Right. You know, to to get completed, and these are sort of full time days. Some of them are quite a lot of work. It's a lot of work, especially those those rap reviews, because you know you've got to make a song, you've got to write the lyrics, you've got to do you've a number it. number of and different then components. You've got to make a fucking video. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. That's why I haven't done one for a while. But I look at that, and regardless of the fact that I'm ready to sort of, you know, potentially close that down or minimize the amount of work I put into it, I feel just so good about what was achieved there, you know. And and that's not because of feedback. There's been almost no feedback on Popcorn Lobotomy. There's been, you know, the most, you know, the Matrix video got a lot of comments recently yeah. from from semi-psychotic people and people who have lots of weird ideas and, you know, I... Right. You know, I, I got got some really interesting stuff, interesting feedback. Thank you for that. Um, but um, that wasn't my most satisfying video by any means. Right. In fact, my favorite videos get very little feedback. Yeah, it's strange that, isn't it? Like yeah. The stuff that you really like yourself that you think should resonate yeah. with other people. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't a lot of the time it doesn't work out like that. They end up no, liking something no. that you think what maybe wasn't as 
up to that sort of standard. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not even it's not even quality or anything like that. It's for me, it's more just you know what it expresses and what it means to me. And you know, I think people who are engaging with a YouTube channel, they're not engaging at it in in a depth of any kind. They're just sort of engaging in it quite casually. Usually, I know I do. Mm. So you know, maybe that's the reason they don't really think about the the overall you know story of whoever's making the videos, but. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, um, I'm satisfied just by the end result, not necessarily by the feedback. So mm. there's there's no human connection in that. It's in fact it's a very lonely process. You go through it, unless you're collaborating with others, and you know that's that's not a necessity for any of this stuff. Yeah, in saying that, it's it, it, that doesn't mean that that human interaction can't produce happiness. I mean, no, I believe it does. A lot I of just the time it does because, um, you know, when when I think about some of the first times I got out in front of people and 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 DJ'd, getting that immediate, especially in the you know DMC competitions and mm. things like that, that immediate response that you get from you know a large group of people. Mm. I mean that's that's, I guess that's a dopamine hit as well because you sort of you know you it, it, all that all that. Um, but you want more of it, right? So that that would classify as a dopamine. Well, yeah, it would classify as dopamine in in that sense. But then when you walk away from it. And you and you think about the experience and stuff. You know, it makes you feel pretty contented. It makes you think, yeah, I could. Yeah, but you want to get on the stage again as quickly as possible, right? Not necessarily. It's still I still get pretty apprehensive, even in a small, intimate setting with in front of people and 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 doing stuff live. I you know I still get a little bit anxious because I'm, you know, I want it to be this high standard that people enjoy. But you want to get up there. I mean, otherwise the nervousness would... Like for me, the nervousness just overrides well, the possibility of ever doing it. I've got no interest in being I on guess the stage. My my perspective on it is I don't just do it for me. I mm. want I want other people to have a dopamine hit from mm. what I'm providing. Mm. And, you know, if I know that that's happening and people are enjoying what I do, then right. I think that goes more towards creating that yeah. feeling of happiness rather than a dopamine hit, you know what I mean? Except for the people... That you've given the dopamine hit to. Yeah, they can. Yeah. They can. They can. Know, they can have. A, they need to find their own happiness. I'll just give them a yeah. dopamine hit and you know try and point them in the right direction. Just give them a band aid solution for their their yeah. life just this for is, one Friday I'm, night. This is okay for yeah. now, but I'm not <laughs> responsible for what happens when you leave here. So yeah, you know. yeah. No, it's an interesting thing because I I agree with you. I think it's it's a combination. Everything is a combination, and he's yeah. he's saying it's one or the other, and you got to put it in a category. And I think that helps with trying to break habits and get a more healthy lifestyle and, and being more content overall. I think, I think it helps understand the difference between yeah. the two things. But I really don't think, like I said to you, I've, I've never felt depressed, but I've chased pleasure for long periods of time. Yeah. Hasn't necessarily made you depressed. And it hasn't made me depressed. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to chase pleasure more when I do feel down, when I've got a reason to. Like I've never felt clinically depressed in the sense that it's, it's a chemical thing and there's no reason for it. There's always mm. been a reason. Yeah. There's always been an event that's happened that's out of my control that's, that's, that's caused right. depression. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I just don't think it's as clear-cut as he says. However, I think it's, it is a good way to look at it. Yeah, it's a good way to differentiate between the two things yeah. and the two different brain processes that, that happen. Yeah, that's right. Especially when there's a lot of propaganda out there confusing the two things, you know, making people think... Getting a dopamine hit is going to make them happy. Yeah, that's right. You know, and it, it's it might in the short term, but yeah, in the long term, it's probably it, not going to do that. 
No. And I find it quite a scary idea. It's The main reason I put it in there originally wasn't so much because uh, I related to it or anything like that. But um, when I, you know, I've just started a new job and, I, you know, I'm, I'm taking the train to and from work every day and long commutes and all that stuff again. And uh, I'm sitting there looking at people on the train and I'm the only one who doesn't have my face buried in a phone. Um, it's pretty much everyone, isn't it? It's, so. it's pretty much everyone. And um, how many people do you see playing that stupid Candy Crush game? I mean, I just see that all the time. I know people playing that. And it's just so mindless. I just think, wow, it's really got a grip on people. You know that type of Candy Crush again is is a dopamine hit. In fact, Definitely. we did we cover that? I think we did on that it. James Corbett uh, video where he was talking about uh, being gamed. We definitely talked on one of our episodes about that. Yeah, yeah about yeah. how games are basically designed to efficiently deliver the biggest dopamine hit to you possible and that that there are certain principles underlying that that are well understood now mm. such as uh you know that the reward can't be predictable if you get an unpredictable reward it gets a dopamine hit yep. if you know i'll do this i'll get this reward yeah it's much less of a dopamine hit to get the reward that's right it needs to be a bit of a it needs to surprise. be a little bit random which is weird it's a weird thing but when when you look around you see that's how people are getting addicted poker machines and gambling and all these things um you see it all over the place you people don't know when their rewards are coming so they're just sitting there waiting for it you know just yeah, waiting for it they're hanging out for it and, and i'll give you an example which is which will involve me admitting something that i shouldn't which is um there's a website called chatterbait have you ever seen chatterbait oh yeah i've seen that you've seen it and so what happens in chatterbait it's it's a reward system for both parties right you have girls or, or guys too although i didn't i promise i didn't go to that section um i'm sure it covers all all every taste every taste there's yeah. a transsexual uh yeah. um, section as well i believe um but the idea is that uh, the um the ladies who are on the webcams they put a, a dildo type thing a device inside their vaginas yeah and the um the people who are watching can give them a vibration by paying some money it's a uh, it's a token that you buy. Yeah, you you have been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a token that you buy, and you can. This is a new discovery for me. I actually only you've just never seen about this it before. I remember yesterday. Seeing this, I, I discovered it. I remember seeing this like yeah four years ago. I found it fascinating. I mean, I was on like I was doing work, but I was like I had it on the other screen. I was like, oh, I think she's just got one. Yeah, there she goes. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Anyway, it's a really interesting thing because she's getting sort these, of interactive. She yeah. can't control, and 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 it would it would cause these tsunamis of donations because yeah. she'd start responding and then all the guys would be like give her another one hit her again yeah make her go nuts yeah and yeah. she was like you know but they're all as far as i can tell mostly just acting and and it's all just to try and get that you know it's what money those donations come in yeah the other side of course is is you know when you're watching they they have this thing where you can donate and once they get up to a certain amount of donations they'll do a dance or a, they'll get naked or they'll Sometimes flash so, their tits or something. Sometimes they'll do a password show. So once they reach a certain point, if you've donated a certain amount, you get access to a private type right. show yeah. with a group that's, of other that, people. Is that donated. what that group chat thing was where people no, sign that's up for different. the group? That's, that's where they can set... That, I think they can set that to a certain number of people and you can sort okay. of, you can sort of uh, indicate that you want to be part of a, a private group. And then once they get to a, okay. their desired group amount... Yeah the show goes private and it's just you 
Is that for people who don't months. want to pay for a private show 100% Who themselves? kind of want to share the cost of a private right, show. Right, okay. Yeah. Cheapskates. That's what it is. That whole thing was all about cheapskates. That's part of the fascination of it. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought that that really fits the model of the, the, the whole dopamine hit thing, you know, because the, the guys are sitting there waiting for her. You know, they don't know when she's going to get a jolt. I don't know what it is, whether she's getting, I doubt she's getting electrocuted, but a vibration zap. or whatever. <laughs> Give her a zap there. <laughs> but yeah and and i got caught up in this thing i mean i i deliberately tried to avoid it because i was like i've got editing to do so i was editing while i, I was doing I, can't imagine I was editing with one hand being able to do anything else <laughs> if i was looking at that website i mean how distracting well you're waiting for her to get to three thousand tokens that takes some time i mean Jesus i wasn't Christ, i wasn't forever. contributing i was just a sponge so you know i was just a scab so I was just waiting for some other chumps to pay to, you know, get her to a reward where she yeah. gets to do a sexy dance or whatever. Anyway, I just, I probably shouldn't have brought that up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, chatterbait.com. Check it out. Yeah, very efficient at delivering dopamine yeah. hits. If you're short on serotonin, need a bit of dopamine, chatterbait's your best bet. Well, this, but that's, yeah, it's not going to provide much no. serotonin, short, is short. it? Short. Yeah, it's mainly honestly, the dopamine hit. It might even make you feel guilty uh, or dirty. And yeah, if your wife walks in while you're doing it, you'll probably get divorced. Yeah, it's going to cause you problems. Yeah, say. yeah. yeah. She, uh, she won't, she won't understand. One of us is in deep trouble. No, it's simple. All right, so that you know, we we just you know we've been talking about how uh, we had it right as children. Correct. Yeah, the- you and I. We, we started, we unwittingly started out on exactly the right path. I or think. was it unwitting? Or, or, or is that, is that well, the path for ever? Like when you're a kid, right, and you're naive and you're not influenced by anything else, so you're yeah. influenced by less than you'll ever be because every day much you, less, you yeah. get more influences and, and ideas in your head. Is that the only time when you, you can ever have a pure view on what makes you truly happy? Well, I, I, want, I don't think... I mean, I was saying to you before, like, um, after after creating sort of a body work, I remember having this thought, like, this this could be it. This could be what I do. Yeah. Just do this all the time. Yeah. Eventually, I've got to get, you know, I do this for the next five, ten years for whatever. Mm. Maybe I get really good and world famous doing it. Who knows? Mm. Um, but I think when I started, when we started out making the, making mod songs and stuff, um, I just did it because I thought it was fun. Yeah. It just it was fun to me to, you know, put sounds in and sequence them up and play it back and go, oh, it actually sounds like music. Yeah, like, it sounds a bit like music. That's sounds amazing. like stuff that I listen to on a yeah. radio station. Triple you know? R or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I agree. I, it, and, and I used to, the only things I used to love when I was a kid was writing stories, making music and animation. And now... I mean, how fun was it to make those animations, you know? It was fantastic. Guy, a guy driving a truck down the road, he hits a hits an ant or whatever, and then comes flying yeah. out the windscreen. Was it an ant or a... Yeah, it was an ant. That's right. That second ant. one was an ant. The first Came one was out. a stick. Yeah, because it, it zooms it in. It had to be ant. insignificant, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. And then I don't think the ant survived. The guy comes flying out of the, the, the windshield. Yeah, and, and his eyeball pops out. Eyeball pops out, brain yeah. comes out of his skull. Yeah, that was the sort of thing we... we animated back yeah. in the day no, no real story but i was writing stories at the same time remember we um we got a typewriter once when we were kids 
and we took it in turns to write um, yes. Freddy Krueger stories. That's I right. think it was yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, we were doing it all back then. And then when you think about what we're talking about doing in the future, you're doing music production and more of that sort of stuff. Mm. And me doing more animation stuff. We're just going back to our childhood dreams. You know, Are we just we going back had. to what we should have always been doing? Is, is that? Yeah. I mean, it's either that or we're just going back to, you know, we're reverting what to we children did. and we're going to be sucking our thumbs soon. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm already, I'm already pretty keen on nipples, always have been. Well, that's that's a bit different to sucking yeah. on your own thumb, though. Yeah, you know, that's someone else's nipple. I'm usually, usually about. women's. You're not just picking up your own nipple and sucking on that, are you? Well, maybe, maybe that is what you're doing. I don't know, um, <laughs> but no, I don't think it's reverting the childhood necessarily. No. It's it's more just going back to you. Going back to what you know kind of mm. makes you happy. Like, yeah, I remember, you know, we've made so many songs. We, I remember sending discs. How many, how many did you have as, remember we numbered them, right? You had Rod 1 through, how many did you end up with? At least, at, there was at least 200 and More than that. something odd. And that's not counting all the collaborative ones we did. Yeah. And just, you know, you know. We made heaps of those as well. There's at least maybe fifty to a hundred of those. Yeah, so I know. I got to four fifty. I started in my, in my numbering, which which doesn't say much because a lot of times you'd start a song and it was just yeah, it was unfinished. a couple of yeah, a couple of patterns here and there, and yeah, it had potential to be a song, but it didn't actually yeah. form a song yet. You know, but I still counted those because uh, you know, because if you didn't, you'd overwrite them with the next. Well, that's right. File. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually started. I remember getting really ambitious when we moved. I think we just moved to the city, mm. and I thought this is the new phase. I'm going to start using you know higher quality stuff for making different songs. Mm. And I made Rod zero 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 one. That's right. Yeah, I remember thinking, that. Thinking I'm going to make ten thousand songs. Yeah. You know that's why I need. I that think you made two, and I made about three songs. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I think I've still got that one actually yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But that yeah. was an impulse tracker song as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess though you had more know. memory at your disposal. Con- so you conservative, conservative estimate would be you know somewhere maybe around three, three fifty, yeah. three hundred fifty songs, something like that. Yeah, you know, not all, but not always fully finished, like you said. Well, I've made quite a few in FL Studio as well. I, I haven't counted them, but there's a few there. Maybe uh, thirty or forty or fifty sort of numbers. I really don't know. Again, incomplete and uh, not necessarily good, but the the reason I want to get mainly the reason I want to get back into making original songs is because I can see, I, you know, I can visualise how it marries up with, you know, what I've learnt DJing-wise. Mm. So if I can figure out how to, how to, you know, put these two things together, that should take up the bulk of my time. That's what, oh, yeah. that's what I should be doing and, and promoting as, you know, what, I'm, what I want to do, what I'm good at, you know. So Yeah, I mean, we tried this podcast. It's a complete failure. So yeah, we've got well, to fall back on something. Failure. So, I mean, this we don't have advertisers beating down our door to, you know, um, you know, flog their undies or anything. So Flog their undies? Yeah. They, we, that's one of the popular <laughs> podcast advertisers. Is it? Yeah, me undies. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Yeah, we haven't had any emails from them. No, just waiting. No. Yeah, Maybe box, one day. But, uh, yeah, I mean, 
this is actually a good example of how you don't need feedback to do something that you've really. That's right. Loved. I mean, we we're we're narcissistic enough that we can just listen to ourselves back in this yeah. podcast form and be entertained by it. Well, know? so I actually enjoy that process so a, of listening a, to the podcast and going, it's not too bad. Yeah, actually, you there's know? some uh, yeah good uh, streams of of thought in there. I'm finally finding some real podcasts that I actually like yeah. that I can listen to. Yeah. You know, and I'm and I'm getting used to using my the app on my phone and taking my headphones with me and yeah. you know, going through a podcast on my way to work or whatever. And yeah, it's it's good. Some but pretty good ones out there. There's I a lot. still kind of like ours best. <laughs> so I think that's just you though. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely just me. It's just Look you. at the stats. Yeah. Look at the stats. No, there's plenty of other podcasts I'd prefer to listen to. <laughs> I haven't found that, that many yet. But but I don't I'm not a podcast lover. I mean I'm coming from the other direction, which is yeah. I don't have time for podcasts and then we're making one, I better listen to a couple because, you know. See oh, look, the the Under the Skin podcast is still my favourite, the Russell Brand one. I, right. I, I just think he has really interesting people on, picks topics that are always interesting to me and yeah, he's always pretty thought-provoking. In yeah, you know. yeah. Despite his, uh, you know, narcissistic personality and all the stuff that people complain about, Decent. which I completely acknowledge. Um, yeah, I can still listen to him all day. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's he's pretty listenable. I mean, a lot of James Corbett. I mean, that's that's sort of podcast form. Yeah, I mean, I do I do watch his longer videos, but I I tend to put them off. For a while, like I'm, I'll yeah. come back to that because don't don't have enough time. I really, I really want to like you know focus and listen to it and give it my full attention. Whereas yeah. under the skin, you know, I'll I'll wait for it to get my attention. Yeah, so. you can you can sort of go on in the background and yeah, just tune in when you hear something interesting. Yeah, I mean, I could be like on the on the train or something, and you know, I'm I'm listening. I mean, it's in my ears, but at the same time, I'm I'm looking at you know at a girl's upper thigh and thinking, is that a part of her underwear, or is that a bit of her inner thigh? Can I can't be, really tell. I'm trying to work that out. Can be very distracting. Yeah, and then Russell Brand will say something, and I'll be like, "Oh, yeah, that's interesting." Yeah, it just broke broke me out of my trance you know, a little bit, and and I'll forget all about the flange. Yeah, yeah, that's that's no mean feat. Yeah, no, for you too. Getting, getting flange out of my mind. That's right. No, it's, it's very hard to get out of there once it's in. Yeah, <laughs> it is. So. Now we've we've only done one topic, and we're nearly at forty minutes. That's right. Which is fine, which is fine, but your laptop's going to turn off soon. So we're doing these short podcasts until you get the delivery of your, uh, yeah, until your we new find power it, supply. Until I find another way to power it. Yeah. yeah. Did we ever say what the reason for that was? I don't think we did. What? If 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 Rodders uses his power supply for his laptop, which is through which you get all the lovely sound effects... Uh, we get uh, an incredible amount of noise coming yeah, into the so mix. There's this shitty noise, and it comes from the directly from, from, the, from power the power supply, supply because yeah. it's a switchable uh, voltage yeah. power supply. So typically, yeah, they create noise in the background, which can't be avoided. Can't be avoided. You can't get rid of it. No. So, so um, we have him running on battery, and his battery lasts 40 minutes, which will be up in 45 seconds. So. Um, this is why uh, last week's podcast was pretty short, and that's why we're trying to aim to keep this one short. So, yeah, I think we just go with it, Rodders. One topic; it was a good one. Yeah, it was we, pretty. Good. We had a good run. Yeah, you know, um, obviously, all the other topics that we were working towards were way better. Well, <laughs> no, there's I nothing more so. important than this. I don't this. think so, really. There is nothing more important than achieving happiness 
And if, if we ever did a That's podcast right. that could even help one person do that, it's worthwhile. I would think that would be... Um, Makes it worthwhile, right? Uh, definitely worthwhile. Worth it. Yeah, and, and possibly more than most people do with their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly more than I was on track to do. Well, look, we know of, le- of at least maybe two people that, that, that enjoy listening to the podcast and, and Donald Trump of course I mean that's, yeah, Trumpy. Uh, it's no mean mean feat to get him on board you know? no that's true you know I had no idea he listened to us until until he called up until we out of the uh, blue like that know, we emailed him and he's you know within 15 minutes yeah we could have him back on we should have him back on soon it's been I'd, a while I'd like to have him back on you know there's a lot going on yeah with him at the moment so um, I'm sure he's busy but um, he'll, he, he'll, he said he'd make time for us he knows plenty about seeking pleasure and mm, mm, that sort mm. of thing yeah, he'd be a little bit too much. I actually had a Trump topic. There was a thing on Bill Maher um, this week where he um, went in into more of the the Trump uh, Russia connection, mm. and maybe we'll hold it off for next week. I actually wanted to play it because uh, it it's a little bit more convincing, and I think they're adding detail to the story. Right, and I just I wanted to play it for you and see if it convinces you further about this whole, you know, Russia hacking thing. But, you know, we can leave that till yeah. next week. I think I think it's actually a really long clip. It goes on and on and on. Yeah, so. no. We we we're not gonna do that now then. No. No. We'll save that. We'll, yeah, keep, we'll save it. Keep it in the holster. Yeah. For now. Oh, we got lots in the holster. Yeah, there's plenty there. We've got a full holster. You know, there'll be more episodes, you know. Yeah. It's not gonna end here. Probably every week. This is probably almost a new beginning. For the podcast because it's, it's a new beginning for us and yeah, i'm going to state it on the podcast i guarantee new music new music for next podcast i'm glad you did that i was going to put the pressure on you and then i thought myself external pressure won't work he's got to put that on himself no i'm going to make myself do it it better be good too i'm going to be really critical uh, i'm doing it. <laughs> i'm doing it how can you even say that yeah no but it's got to be good too like groovy. really good it'll be groovy groovy groovy, groovy. yeah I'd be. I'd settle for decent. Decent. <laughs> oh God! You might have that reaction. Possibly. Know? Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Attention, duped masses. There will be new music next week. You will not recognise the podcast. It's going to be brand new <laughs> funk coming for you. <laughs> but I think there might have been something in the air because you and I both came to the same kind of, kind of thought process the same, yeah. independently, which is very strange. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't really expect to have that conversation before. When we had no. It. But, but it was, I think it was good that we There's, there's some weird thing. I had way. all this serendipity this week about, you know... The, yeah, you were saying about how you bumped into that animator at... I, I, yeah, I've been thinking about doing an animation. I've planned this thing, I think, uh, God, what's it been, th- three years now since we came up with the idea? And and the other one, which I guess I won't name either of them. No. But um, the other one was we came up with that idea back in Angeles, which is what, five or six years now? Five. Five yeah, years. At least five years. So we've had these ideas and we've not acted on on haven't, any haven't, of them at all. Haven't taken steps. And still walking around confident in our mind that yeah, we'll be doing that one day. Mm. Thinking, thinking somehow that it was going to magically happen. It's not the right way to, to think about it. No, the, the, you've got the, to take steps. You've just got to take the first step and then keep taking steps and not let yourself off the path. That's basically. right. That's right. Yeah. New YouTube channel, new domain registration, yep. new name, new entity. Everything's happening. And uh, I'll 
not do it this week, but we'll let's talk about it more next week about yeah, what we're doing sure. and what direction we're going in. Absolutely. Because this one's more about helping other people think a little bit more healthily about you know because it's not you know but it's funny because there's nothing worse than that guy yeah who just had a good week and goes i've just you know discovered all of the answers to life and i want to tell you about them i don't and necessarily you're like, hate that though no nah, but it's it's people aren't responsive to it it's a lot of people probably be people are responsive to it and automatically cynical towards it or whatever you, you need so. the groundwork of this serotonin and versus dopamine type stuff. You need to understand that before you can take... That's the, the science of it, right? Yeah. You need to understand that before you can listen to some dickhead, you know, rabbiting on about how happy yeah. he is because that just makes people feel insecure. It's a good frame part. of reference, having that science behind it and say, this is actually the reason why we're, you know, talking about these things that yeah. make us happy. It's distinct from yeah and the things and that give us pleasure don't think of what's going to come if if it if this does in fact continue and we don't just go back into an alcoholic cycle <laughs> of self-destruction it but don't think of it as us bragging or saying things that are you know make no. us you know like we've discovered something that you don't know think no. of it as us testing something out testing out this theory right. can you actually pursue happiness over pleasure mm. and feel more satisfied with life yeah, you know, feel like things are going the direction that you want. Feel, you know, confident and satisfied with with the direction your life yeah, goes. Yeah, well, in. we'll definitely talk about it more. As we're just the guinea pigs, more, basically. More in the yeah, we're well, gonna we're gonna test this out. This fucking Robert Lustig. We're gonna test out whether his book exactly uh, makes any sense. Let's, at let's all. put the theory to the test in our own lives, and and you know, we'll we'll talk about it on the podcast and because wanking still feels good. Yeah, it's still quite pleasurable. Yeah. And it lasts long enough for me. That's all I'm going to say about wanking. Yeah. I think he's he's basically talking about wanking the whole time. <laughs> he's using all these, you know, all those drugs and stuff. Oh, God! But it's about wanking. Once again, it's descended into the loins of humanity. The 1240 Hangover Cure podcast done for another I'm week. I'm glad we got there this week. Yeah. Straight into the, you know, normally we start in the gutter, so it's good to yeah, transition we'll in there just, gradually. We'll just finish it off in, in, in the... Finish it off. Good one. Yeah, let's give it a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's it, yeah. Um, give us a rating on iTunes. No one has yet. Go on, be the first. Be the first motherfucker to give us an actual review. We haven't even shielded our own... Uh, shield our own no, uh, we haven't even done a fake yeah, one. We haven't even done a like started a new account and done our own one. Yeah. I mean, we're on Twitter as well at twelve forty podcast. That's that's not even a hard handle to remember. No, it's fairly at easy. Twelve forty, the numbers one two four zero podcast. Yeah, if you know the name of the podcast, you should be able to remember that. You find it on Twitter. I mean, even if you just search twelve forty, I reckon it brings us up. Yeah, absolutely. We should be on Instagram though. We should get on Instagram. Yeah. Well, it's really the last genuine social well, let's media. Let's not advertise that until we actually have one. Oh, well, we should state we are not on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Yeah. Yet. Don't find us on 1240 podcast. But, um, you, know, at, you know, definitely Twitter, definitely Facebook, and uh, the website, 1240podcast.com. Yeah. Go there now. Go there. Do it. Rate, subscribe, follow. Give it, give it a few minutes, and this podcast will be up there. Or we'll probably quit this too. You'll be. Li- <laughs> And just become Buddhist or something. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I'm getting the warning from the laptop, so that's it. All right. The alarms are going We're off. We're done. We're See done. See you next week, peeps. Laters.